0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. From today, Ulster Bank is to cease transactional services and is due to close for the final time on April 21st. However, a number of account holders and mortgage holders are still yet to close their accounts. So here to tell us how to manage the changeover, we're joined in studio by David Quinn, Managing Director of Investwise Financial Planning Limited. David, good morning. Morning, Pat. So what's happening today? It is one of those red-letter days for Ulster Bank, but in practical terms, what does it mean?
1: Yeah, so basically they're going to... At the end of today, they're going to close any uh, customer service or operations in the branches. So they're not closing all their accounts today. So if you have an Ulster Bank account, there's nothing happening at five o'clock Friday. But if you
0: have a local Ulster Bank and you figure, oh, God, I better get around to closing this uh, account. Uh, Today's the last day you can walk into a branch and do it. Correct. And actually eyeball someone and say, what do I need to
1: do? Help me, please. Uh, After after today, they won't offer that service anymore. You'll have to figure it out yourself or go to another bank and get them to help you with the switch.
0: I wonder, could you go to Northern Ireland and do it there? Yeah, that's a good question. They're staying
1: open. They haven't answered that question, actually. I doubt it, to be honest. They'll direct you back down to a a call centre in Ulsterbank, Ireland, and uh, I don't think they're
0: going to want to take on that role. Now, there are so many people who have yet to close their accounts. Um, If you owe money, I can understand maybe why you're not going to close it. Um, If you've got money on deposit, you want to close it in case that money vanishes into the ether somehow.
1: Yeah, so I think anybody who has... a mortgage has been talking to a mortgage broker and trying to switch and most people who have significant deposits with Ulster Bank or KBC for that matter have been keen to keep that money secure and safe and they've yeah. been worried about it but really the people who are left now who haven't done anything are people with current accounts where they've lots of direct debits or their payroll going into it and it's just been seen as being too much of a hassle to move so they've waited until the
0: last minute until someone tells them they absolutely have to do it. Yeah now the question of if you owe the money um, if you have an overdraft that maybe comes couple of hundred euro I came across one uh, such case yeah. and they're getting all sorts of demanding letters big big red print yeah. saying do this now you are overdue da 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 yes and this guy was saying to me hang on the amount of expense they're putting me through yeah by closing down their operation is costing me in my time and effort far more than 200 euro that yeah. I owe them yeah I'm not going to give it to them yeah, what'll uh, happen to them?
1: Uh, they'll just keep they'll keep writing to them. It's just an IT driven process, so that you know they're
0: sending out. So don't thousands. get offended if you get it's these letters. It's not personal. It's a machine.
1: It's not personal. It's a machine sending everything <laughs> what, out. So what does the machine
0: care? do with its AI <laughs> and all that when you don't pay off? Yeah, we don't. It'll be interesting
1: to see eventually if there is some sort of a write off on small balances. But uh, they, certainly Ulster Bank aren't going to say that because they want it all back and uh, they'd be expecting you to create some sort of a debt yeah. facility with your new
0: bank and sort it out. But uh, Yeah, but there's no arrangement between those banks. No, no. That, that the, the new bank will pilfer 200 from your account to pay Ulster Bank.
1: Uh, no, absolutely not. Like there has been some arrangements where there's been mortgages being switched over, but for small credit card balances and overdrafts,
0: no, mm-hmm. there's nothing formal. Okay, now uh, let's talk about mortgages. Suppose you did nothing. You have a mortgage with Ulster Bank and you do absolutely nothing. In other words, Ulster Bank have bought your house for you or your apartment. Yeah, what happens if you do nothing? Well, look, it's on the record.
1: It's on the... Uh, you're, you're, no, but I mean, do
0: you just keep your... You stop paying them because they don't exist anymore.
1: They will keep They will keep uh, operating here behind the scenes, uh, chasing people down and writing to you with demand letters. They're not going mm-hmm. to just write off the debt. Eventually, there will be a residual balance and they just want to shut down mm-hmm. operations completely and they will sell that book to a private... Yeah. Have they so,
0: sold most of their they, mortgage books anyway? They
1: have, yeah. yeah. So uh, they have some active paying mortgages left and eventually they will just sell them on and close down completely and you'll have some other private lending company chasing you instead. OK, but you will be
0: chased. I think so, yes. All right. So people who now are going to be without an account, what should they do? How do they go about? I mean, it's one thing uh, if you have money to deposit, you go around and find someone who will take it and mm. issue with the checkbook and a credit card and all the rest of it. If you owe money to Ulster Bank, and I'm talking about, you know, you have a, uh, maybe a car loan for five or six grand that is still being paid off. Yeah. How do you find someone who will take that on?
1: Yeah, so it'll be exactly the same process as when you took it out the first time. You'll have to go to another provider and go through their underwriting process and the forms and the checks that they do for your repayment capacity, set up a new facility and use that to pay off the existing loan. Um, so that 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 will be the process and uh, people will be slow to do that. And, and depending on your, if you can't repay, it's it, it'll be Ulster Bank's problem to deal with you and keep as it always would be, so... Yeah. So uh, extracting themselves from the market is going to be tedious. It very, It's going to be very slow uh, and expensive. The cost, So they've obviously decided it really is worth their while to get out of the market because the costs of even just the cost
0: of advertising, trying to get people to move is very high. Now, the business of changing your uh, direct debits and your standing orders and uh, people, I think the advice is go back and look at a whole year of your account because then things that come up uh, maybe every three months or even once a year, yeah. you've, got to tr- you've got to find all those yeah. Yeah. to go to your new lender. Absolutely.
1: So like the process of switching is tricky. And that's the first thing I say to people is download a year's statements while you still can. I don't know how long the good online access is going to yeah. su- stay there. Download that, have a look through what's important. You'll probably find plenty of direct debits that, for online subscription services that you don't use anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that's a good exercise for everyone to do anyway. And then you try and decide what do you need out of your bank. Um, you know, if it's if it's just online contactless payments, Revolut or N twenty six might be fine. If you need comprehensive banking and credit facilities and credit cards, that's the traditional pillar banks will do that. If you if it's just business lending or something like that or deposits, Bunk and the likes of Capital Flow, those guys are specialist fir- firms that will you know, serve a niche in the markets. You have to decide what you want from your bank. Yeah. Uh,
0: For for the ordinary um, bank customer of Ulster or KBC Bank, standing orders and direct debits, how easy is it to switch them over to the new bank when you've decided? And we'll talk about how you decide on the new bank in a moment. Yeah. So how easy to change these things?
1: Okay, so each of the Four pillar banks, uh, although EBS are maybe uh, reducing their service here, but Permanent TSB and AOB and Bank of Ireland, they have switcher teams and the central bank has set out switcher codes where there's a process and a procedure and a, a kind of a guide on uh, Can you what do can it expect. all online? So you can go to them and get them to do it for you and they will liaise with Ulster Bank and do the switching for you and that actually works very well for people with not a lot of transactions simple yeah. enough banking if it's very complex and you have an awful lot of direct debits and lots of things going on that can fail that process can be cannot work Quite, and you might to do miss it. a few things they miss a few or it just takes too long and it's just too
0: complex and uh, it's it's a human But if you go to your bank and say, this is my account number with Ulster, will your bank then just contact Ulster and say, you know, troll through this person's account, give us the direct debits, give us the standing orders and we'll take them on?
1: Yeah, they will to a certain extent. It's not always as simple as that. With certain direct debits and payroll and things like that, there's a bit more evidence and some people want to see where the new bank is going. And There's anti-money laundering checks that they
0: often tend to be the really slow part of that. So people will often end up doing it themselves Mm. now there are other things that might be hidden from you you think because maybe you're paying something off your credit card and your credit card has been issued by Ulster
1: yeah yeah so and not all the not all the digital banks will offer credit cards so that would be a reason maybe to go to the main banks and you you, there's certain things you don't want to miss you don't want to miss your payroll you don't want to miss your utility bills or your Your phone health insurance whatever health insurance life insurance is a critical one as well which is a tricky one to switch um and credit card yeah so those ones are essential there's other payments where you might say well look I'll let it lapse and then decide whether I want to keep paying it or not so it's it, there's a bit of there's a bit of work involved but it it's people should be switching banks every so often anyway we don't tend to like the banks but yet we're very loyal to them and it, this this can be a useful exercise anyway in clearing yeah. people's payments out
0: now, when you're choosing your new bank yeah. and you don't have much choice in truth, and we're talking yeah. about the regular customer, not necessarily, you know, a business customer, yeah. you're trying to decide who to go to. What are the metrics that you need to look at?
1: Yeah, so there's kind of uh, the, the, the first one I would say, a lot of people will say it's bank fees, but I don't think so, really. I think the first one is functionality. What do you want from the bank? There's no point going to digital banks if you need a credit card you're going to have to set your credit card up somewhere else. So if you need uh, credit or debt, you have to really go to the big main banks. If contactless payment and ease of use on your phone and digital payments are essential, then you know, the online
0: banks are, are brilliant for that, but they, they're they somewhat li- limited service and they're also cheap. Yeah. I mean, with something like Revolut, yeah. it's a wallet. In yeah. the way I use it anyway, it's yeah. a wallet. I put money in and I can only spend that money and it yeah. asks me for more. Yeah, exactly I, that. Yeah,
1: but you can actually use Revolut and N26 for all your banking and younger People in particular like all the extra kind of uh, functionality they have around budgeting and investing, and uh, you know, that the main banks haven't caught up on yet. So, uh, that's mm.
0: very attractive. Now, uh, there are other things you might look at. Is suppose you do anticipate because you always go into overdraft every month, that's just the way it is. Yeah, how much of an overdraft you'd be allowed, and what the rate is.
1: Yeah, the rate is extremely high and only getting higher as rates go up. So, I firstly, I'd always try and get people to avoid an overdraft, but if it's essential as part of your financial planning then uh, you have to go to a pillar bank and there is differences in rates that can be as high as 20% for an overdraft so uh, yeah but it tends to be lower than that so you need to be very careful to get that agreed in advance and try and limit what your overdraft allowance is you you know if they offer you five grand you don't have to take it (laughs) you can leave it at 500 euros yeah,
0: um, and, the, the, and the problem then, if you have, say, uh, ambitions to buy a car, you could go to the credit union. You might be a member of a credit union, uh, so therefore you are going to think a term loan for a car. Mm. Um, so those rates might be very different too, I suspect.
1: Yeah, yeah, there are eight eight percent roughly. Uh, again, depending on the type of car, there are still some. 0% finance deals from the car manufacturers. But if you're going to a bank for a, a car loan, it's mm. been 8 and 10%. Do most
0: people actually go to the motor manufacturers' banks now? Which, yeah. Uh, could be BMW Bank or whatever.
1: Yeah, like when you go in and uh, I haven't bought a new car in a long time, but uh, when you go in to the car manufacturer, there is an incentive for them to get you to use Volkswagen Finance or whoever it is. Yeah. Not to pick on them, but because there's an extra margin for them in the interest on the loan as well. And it's so easy. They nearly... They nearly give you the loan there and then, whereas if it's a cash deal, it, it's a bit more cumbersome. So,
0: Yeah. Now, uh, does switching bank give you opportunities? Maybe we talked about mortgages earlier, but your mortgage may have been sold already as part of the deal. Uh, but maybe to change your mortgage, go fixed or go variable or whatever you want to do.
1: Very much so. And some of the banks uh, will offer you free banking if you have your mortgage with them. AIB, for example, don't charge fees for their mortgage holders. And... Uh, the mortgage market has gotten an awful lot more competitive. So regardless of whether you're with Ulster Bank and KBC or not, uh, if there's an incentive to switch your mortgage to save yourself a few hundred quid a year or a couple hundred quid a month, in some people's cases,
0: it's worth doing it. Um, some of the questions coming in. I've an overdrawn credit card with Ulster. What happens to me?
1: So I'm assuming that's just a normal credit card with a, with yeah. a balance on it. And uh, that, w- they, that can be left there. They're not closing them down. Um, So, unless there's a, 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 not in the immediate future anyway, unless there's a better rate you can get on that balance by
0: moving to another, sometimes there's these six-month introductory interest-free deals. Okay, so so who issues the bill, your credit card bill every month, if you're with Ulster and your credit card is still living?
1: Yeah, it's still, like, Ulster Bank aren't shutting down completely. They're shutting the branches today, but they're continuing to operate, so they will continue to send balances.
0: Um, I got a first active offset mortgage way back in the day before Ulster Bank took them over. I've got very little info from Ulster Bank about that, but they've told me I don't need to do anything.
1: Yeah, but at the end of the day, the offset mortgage means you have to have your payroll going into that current account or you have to have a a minimum balance in the current account and that's not going to be really practical for much longer. So uh, that won't be as attractive in the future as it has been up to now.
0: Okay, but they say you don't have to do anything.
1: Yeah, you you don't, but it's going to become more and more inconvenient to have some cash and payments Mm -hmm. in that Ulster Bank account. So it'll it'll be a trade-off between convenience. They're not not saying you have to do anything, but they'll make it as inconvenient as possible. So your
0: account still exists? For now. Yeah, But what do you mean for now? What's now? At
1: some, at some point, they, they can't keep operating forever. It could be years forever. away. Yeah, they can't oh. keep
0: operating forever. We have a tracker mortgage with Ulster Bank. We also had current accounts but have switched to BO, B of I 12 months ago. So all that's left is the mortgage. We were led to believe another bank was buying the mortgages of Ulster Bank but nothing appears to be happening. So is it a to us to change bank for the mortgage or is Ulster Bank going to do it
1: eventually Ulster Bank will as I said at the start Ulster Bank will definitely sell off the residual debt mortgages at some point I haven't heard when they're going to do that yet Um, and it's a tracker mortgage that are unlikely to get a better rate so they're probably going to just wait until Ulster Bank make the move
0: Uh, this one I'm involved in a club and we have money in Ulster Bank but it's gone dormant what can we do to get the money back
1: uh okay. Well, uh, you just contact Ulster Bank and, and, and give uh, me the money. Give me the money and <laughs> and show some evidence of the you know the ownership. It's no, probably been. It depends how well. long it's been dormant. because exactly. the state may have seized it if yeah. it's long, long,
0: long time. They dormant. may have to go to the NTMA to get it back if it's been. Sh- made fully dormant Okay, so your final words of advice then David to to people who are still with Ulster and are uncertain what to do
1: Yeah so use it as a positive experience to kind of review all the direct debits and payments you go out download that year's bank statements and then decide what you want from a bank uh, before you switch don't be forced into the the quick easy fix and uh, the digital banks and the credit unions are offering more or less the same services as the
0: main banks so you can shop around there is still a bit of choice Okay, and just a little bit of time before they finally shut down on the twenty first of April. Yes, That's the word. David Quinn, Managing Director of InvestWise Financial Planning, thank you very much for joining us. And speaking of money. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at nine AM on News Talk.